you are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 154 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on this episode, not today's because we already had one today, but on this episode of today, uh, I'm going to be talking a little bit about what Rob Manfred was talking about before the World Series even started, about next season with expanded playoffs and all that stuff, and uh, how he likes it, so uh, I'll give you guys my takes on that one. I'm not going to necessarily roast him, but I do have some qualms because uh, it's Rob Manfred after all. And uh, I'm also going to go over game one of the World Series, which would have been the lead in this, but Rob Manfred again. So uh, yeah, that's what we got coming up for you guys on this episode of Locked on A's. So before I get into everything, uh, please follow us on social media at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter and please fill up that mailbag. Send us in your questions. A's are related. Let's get this offseason party going. Send them to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Um, so b- big news from before the World Series, uh, which uh, before I get into the big news from Rob Manfred, let's just say he de- he did this last year too. Right before the World Series happens, he gives this interview and uh, he-, he just starts dropping some bombshells. And you're like, what the hell is this guy doing? Why is he taking the focus off of the World Series right now? It's ridiculous. And I know that he thinks that the World Series trophy is a you know just a hunk of metal and all that stuff, but um, you'd think that at some point he'd start learning these lessons, and he's not. And uh, that's kind of maddening, because you're like, just shut up for like seven days and like let the games happen. That's all you have to do right now. LeBron James is over here tweeting. I know that he's a Laker now, so you know LA and LA's in the uh, in the World Series. But even he's tweeting out like, oh, that was really cool. Yeah, go go sports. And the commissioner of baseball can't even do that. So uh, LeBron James, good job on growing the game of baseball more than Rob Manfred has with one tweet. So, uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks to the King on that one. Um, but back to what Rob Manfred actually said in this AP article, uh, this is all from AP sports. I believe they're the original source of all this, uh, cause that's the one that I kept seeing floated around. So Rob Manfred wants to keep the expanded playoffs and the runner on second base rule moving forward. And, uh, if you don't read the article, obviously there's some hot takes. Uh, I definitely threw some of those out there. Like I just wanted to watch the world series. You guys, why are we talking about this right now? Um, but here are my takes on implementing those two rules and moving forward, making those a more permanent solution or not solution, just a more permanent part of baseball. Uh, the runner on second rule, I, I liked it. It was fine. I like the idea of having an end in sight to a baseball game because uh, then you're like, hey, this one's going to extras and then I'm going to go do this. And, you know, that's great, uh, especially when you're like recording a podcast or something like that. You're not like, I mean, they could they could play forever or this could be over in 10 minutes. I like knowing that because I'm getting older, I think. Um, Also, the A's have a solid defense at the corners, which definitely helps them uh, in the short term of this rule. That's a nice bonus while while they have uh, Matt Chapman and Matt Olson. Uh, So, you know, it works out in the A's favor as well. Um, So I'm not necessarily worried about the runner on second rule impacting the A's currently. And from what I've seen on social media, it looks like once people saw it in action, people seem to enjoy it a lot more than they thought they would. So uh, I think that the runner on second rule 
most people are going to be okay with. It is the expanded playoff that I think people are really going to have a hard time with. And Rob Manfred in the article uh, explicitly said, I'm going to choose my words very carefully here. I would like the expanded playoffs, but I don't necessarily think we're going to go with 16 teams. And that is a big but right there because I did not like 16 teams. That was not okay. Uh, especially the way that they did it where you got the, uh, the division winners of the first three seeds and then the second place team in each division is uh, four through six. And then the other two best teams are seven and eight. Didn't like that. You got to go just straight record, I think. If the uh, A's, Angels, and Astros all have the best three records, they're the top three seeds. That's just how that works. You shouldn't have to be a lesser seed just because you're in a tougher division. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't like that. Sure, you can make the argument that like in the AL Central, you get more people that are just beating up on like the Royals and the Tigers or something like that. So they're just accumulating more wins. And uh, that makes more sense in 2020. But moving forward, there's going to be they're going to be playing all of the divisions, uh, COVID permitting at least. And uh, I think that that kind of eliminates some of that risk uh, going forward. And this way, you don't end up with the Astros as the sixth seed when they should have been the eighth seed. And maybe not even been in the playoffs. So I think that if you if you eliminate a couple of teams, then you're looking okay. So if a Rob Manfred wants to expand the playoffs but not have 16 teams, that basically leaves you with either 12 or 14. Those are the two options in between, uh, you know, because you can't really do an odd number because the, you can't have matchups that way unless you want to go with the, like, we used to have five and you have the one wild card series and then you have the other teams kind of resting, but uh, sometimes resting doesn't actually help. So uh, here's how that would work out in my rough math. If you had 14 playoff teams, you'd have seven in each league and then you'd have presumably the one seed would get a buy. So they'd have some time to rest up, which do they necessarily need it at that point? Cause they're already the one seed. Uh, and then you'd have the other three teams do a three game series or a five game series or whatever you wanted to do from there. And, uh, but then again, the longer the series, the, the more time that the one seed is just sitting there getting cold. And I do think that the rest, uh, the rest debate it has some validation there. I, I think that there's, some teams that it does well where uh, they sit down, they they relax a little bit, and they get more comfortable, and then they're ready for the playoffs. Some teams just get rusty, and they can't hit for shit. And obviously, that's not something that you want in your first playoff series. So I don't know how Major League Baseball would combat that, but uh, that is one option that would be on the table. The other option would be a 12-team, or yeah, uh, 12 total playoff teams. That would be six in each league, and you'd basically just get three series out of that. Uh what they do from there, I don't know, because you get three winners, and then, yeah, what do you do? So you're probably looking at 14, is what I'm saying, because uh, if you get, just to put it in bracket form here, if you have six teams, you have uh, three different series, and then they each win a series, and then two of those opponents would have a matchup, and then the third one wouldn't. So you need to have the 14. So I assume that we'd be going to 14 teams just because math um, with the buy system and all that stuff, which is crazy to me. Or maybe they do what they were doing before with the, uh, the, the one game wildcard or a three game wildcard series, something like that. And then you just have that team face off against the one seed as opposed to having just one team sitting out. You get the rest of them sitting out and then you have the six and the seven seed battling out for one or three games. And then you get into a regular playoff format. So that that's how I would do it personally. Um, 
I, I don't mind the expanded playoffs necessarily, if that's the case, where you're just ranking them off of record, and then whoever the lower seed is is at a disadvantage because they're throwing their better pitchers. But you got to start that series like the next day, I think, so that they don't have time to necessarily recuperate and be at their best. So like if the Rays uh, were a wild card team, let's say, and they went all three games, and so they used all three of their good starting pitchers and their good bullpen, They'd be at a disadvantage unless they got to recuperate for a few days. So I think that that's what you kind of have to do to make it some, why you, why would anybody want the one seed if they also got time off too? Uh, they'd be a hot team coming off of a playoff win and then they get to go take on the one seed. You got to give the one seed some advantage to want the one seed. So uh, I think that they got to come up with something there. And I think that uh, that's what you do. You, you just schedule the next series for right after whatever that we're calling this new wild card thing. Uh, wh- whatever that series is, you schedule the DS for right after that. And I think that that's the only way this works. Um, just a couple of other quick notes on this, though. Um, the article also stated that playoff expansion would have to be approved by the players union, which there's no guarantee that that would happen moving into 2021. So it could be put off for the CBA negotiations after the 2021 season. But Tony Clark, uh, the head of the players union did say that he'd be talking to some of the players and seeing what they think about implementing it in 2021. Obviously, um, there's going to be questions about, uh, financial compensation and all that stuff. Like, would it help them? Would it hurt them? Do they like getting an extra shot at the playoffs with the expanded playoffs and all that stuff? Um, my initial inclination is that it would help players make a little bit more money just because more teams would be in it. So more teams would have to spend money to get good players uh, and maybe pay a pr- more of a premium for these middle-level talents. Kind of like your, your Tommy Lastellas. Maybe they got to pay him a, a few million dollars more a year to secure his services. Uh, maybe that's how that works. It could also go the other way where with more teams in play, uh, the better teams or just teams in general, just they... they they're not worried about missing the playoffs because they've already got a pretty decent roster. So they can still pay what they want to. And they're a winning team. So maybe uh, players would be more apt to join them at a lower price. Maybe it's something like that. So I could see it going either way. I don't have uh, you know statistics in front of me or anything like that. So uh, that that's the news from Rob Manfred. And uh, since I talked about him for nearly 10 minutes, we're going to be talking about the World Series for a lot less time. Um, it was an okay game. And I'm going to be going over that OK game here in just one minute. So stay locked in with Locked On A's. I will be right back. Today's episode is brought to you guys by rockauto.com. They are a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there, how did you hear about us box and let them know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you like hearing podcasts. Also, please follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter and fill up that mailbag at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. 
I want to be answering your questions about the A's all offseason long. So keep filling up that mailbag, everybody. And uh, that would be very much appreciated. So this Dodgers and Rays game, World Series, game one, it was fine. Um, the Dodgers ended up winning 8-3. to three. Not a lot of intrigue uh, after like the fifth inning. The pitching matchup going into this one was Tyler Glasnow and Clayton Kershaw. Obviously, there's been a lot of discussion about Clayton Kershaw and his playoff foibles, I guess. Um, and, you know, how Dave Roberts likes to leave him in too long and all that stuff. Um, and then Tyler Glasnow is a Rays pitcher. And we saw in Game 7, uh, Kevin Cash, the Rays manager, took out Charlie Morton, who was working on like a two-hitter in the sixth inning after 66 pitches. So with all of that on the board, uh, if I had told you that one pitcher threw 112 pitches and got shelled, and one pitcher through 78 and allowed one run on a solo homer, who do you think was who? Well, looks like David Dave Roberts, sorry, not David Roberts, Dave Roberts, uh, he, he learned his lesson. He pulled out Kershaw early, maybe? I don't, <laughs> there, there was talk on the, on uh, Twitter. They were like, did, did Dave Roberts pull him too early? Because the bullpen gave up a couple of runs right after they uh, they pulled Kershaw, and that was kind of funny. Uh, but it was not Kershaw's fault. He was fine. Narrative is dead for until he blows it later in the series. Um, that's how this works. He's fine until he does it once, and then all of a sudden it's back. Um, but yeah, for some reason... Tyler Glass now threw 112 pitches. Not sure why. The Dodgers kind of knocked him around a little bit the third time through the order. He ended up just going four and a third. He gave up three hits. He walked six because the Dodgers make you work for your outs. And uh, he ended up giving up six earned runs. He also struck out eight. So I guess that's something to, you know, hang your hat on if you're Tyler Glass now. Um, yeah, they, the Rays didn't necessarily use their good bullpen because they were losing uh, once they took Glass now out. They did use Ryan Yarborough, uh, which I did find intriguing. He went two-thirds of an inning, gave up two hits. Um, I, I had him in my head, and also uh, Ulysses Sambrano said this on uh, on our crossover World Series preview podcast, uh, that Yarbo was... Yarborough blah, uh, was likely going to be starting game four for the Rays. He didn't throw that many pitches, so he's probably fine. He threw two-thirds of inning. But um, yeah, it, it seems weird that you would use your starter as a reliever in the fifth inning of game one. But, you know, sure. You do you, Rays. On the non-pitching front, Mookie Betts had a game. He went two for four with a walk and two runs scored and an RBI. He also stole a couple of bases. He was doing it all. He was He's so much fun to watch. I don't know that I've ever actually watched Mookie Betts this much day in, day out. And uh, after watching him this much, why would the Red Sox, who have money, ever trade him for anything? This is your guy right here. Oh my God, he is so much fun to watch. And he seems like such a great dude. So yeah, he's just lots of fun to watch. I don't know why the Red Sox would ever trade him, but you know, you do you, Red Sox. Uh, that's going to be my new catchphrase is you do you to whichever team I'm talking about. Uh, my dad texted me during the game and he was like, Hey, so who are you rooting for? And I just replied with game seven. Um, cause I, I really want this series to go really long. Um, I said that, you know, I don't really necessarily care who wins. I guess I'm like 60, 40 rays just because they're kind of like the A's and whatnot, but I'm not going to be mad if the Dodgers win either. So, uh, that that's 
kind of how I'm going to approach this. Um, at this point, I think I'm pulling like in tomorrow's episode, I will be talking, you know, go raise. Yeah. But um, I, I don't just because they, they lost the first game and I want this to go seven. So that's what I'm rooting for is whoever lost the last game to win the next game. That's all I want. Um, yeah. And if you're the Rays right now, uh, Kevin Kiermaier, he had a home run. He apparently can swing. So take that. Lance McCullers Jr. He said he can't swing because they the Astros had hit him on the hand and he missed three games. And then by happenstance, the Astros happened to win those next three games. Um, yeah, he was very mad about getting pulled from the game while facing a guy who didn't have a hand. But, you know, whatever. Um, take that, Lance McCullers. You suck. Uh, <laughs> not really. You seem a little aggro, but, you know, you seem OK, I guess. Um yeah, so, but if you are the Rays, though, uh, they did seem to get some really nice contact. Uh, there was that Zanino hit. Uh, oh, it wasn't a hit. It got caught by the pitcher, and then they doubled up the guy on second. Uh, yeah, that, that was a nicely hit ball. That was 105-6 off the bat, I think. Uh, they had a couple that went close to the wall. One of them, uh, John Smoltz, I think mistakenly said, oh, he just robbed a home run. Uh, Bellinger robbed a home run. Um, I don't think that it was going out. I think it was going to hit off, you know, high off the wall, but you know, I'm not going to argue with John Smoltz. He's a hall of famer. Um, yeah. So I don't know. They, they were hitting the ball hard is what I'm saying. And that's something that you can build on. Cause I know that there was a little bit of concern about, are they just a home run team now? Or can they still get hits? Uh, Yandy Diaz let out the game with a single the opposite way. So I think that if they can put some of those nerves behind them that they had in game one, because they haven't been to this World Series. This group has not been to a World Series. The Dodgers have been in three of the last four. And uh, so they're used to all this. And they're also used to playing in Globe Life Field or whatever they want to call it now. Um, so there's a, a comfort level that the Dodgers have, both by being on this stage and in this park. The, the Rays are going to have to overcome that. So if they can get out to an early lead, you know, uh, get some of those butterflies to go away, play some Rays baseball, I think that they, you know, obviously have a shot in the series because it's only been one game, but uh, eight to three is not necessarily the final you want to see if you're a Rays fan. But I think that there are things to build around from this game uh, that they were hitting the ball hard. Uh, they can... The, the other other guys were getting involved here, and that's a plus. If they can get Brandon Lau going, or Austin Meadows, or Hunter Renfro, whoever's starting between those two, if they can get one of those guys going, then I think that these guys could be in business. Uh, Yandy Diaz, he gives you a decent at-bat each time. G-Man Choi, he's been solid against certain types of pitchers. Um, they, they've, got, they've got some guys, and... I don't think that they're dead by any means. Uh, we'll see how game two goes for sure. But um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting matchup. And uh, I'm still hoping this one goes seven because these are two really good teams. And I want to see, uh, you know, the, the, the chess match that blossoms from this series. So uh, that's what I'm looking forward to right here. Uh, but that's going to be it for me today, you guys. Uh, I, I said this already <laughs> today, but uh, enjoy your Wednesday, you guys, and uh, enjoy game two of the World Series. I'll be back tomorrow to talk about a little bit more. But in the meantime, stay indoors, celebrate good times, Oakland, keep wearing those masks, and I will talk with you guys tomorrow.